0: for two weeks every year. You'll need to do a vision quest as part of your ongoing champion mindset, champion lifestyle process. It's critical, but it's fun. It takes about 30 minutes every night for two weeks. Do you think you can get that amount of time to yourself? You need to be alone. It's really important to maintain all of the routines that are going on in the 30-day challenge for the period, and in this case, the seven days leading up to the start of your 14-day vision quest. And it's really important, if you can, to have a dietary change in the last week of it. Hopefully, by the time you get to this point in your 30 days, you're ready to do the vision quest You've got one more week before you start your five-day juice cleanse or your three-day juice cleanse, whichever you've chosen, which is a pretty radical change of diet. You've probably already changed your diet a little bit to start the program. So we're well into the perfect uh, uh, place to begin your vision quest. Now let's just talk about a vision quest. It sounds really complicated, but it's not. A vision quest, what we say is prayer is thanking the universe prayer is saying thank you gratitude to the universe and meditation is actually listening to the universe and a vision quest is just the process of listening now it's not uncommon for us all at the end of a working day to have a lot of fog we've come home from work we've maybe we've played with the kids or we've cleaned up something, we've got the phone is there available to us, we've got TV on, we're cooking dinner, we're washing up, we've got our spouse there wanting to know what's going on in our lives. We've got, we've got a lot going on and the weather can be a variable too because it might be stormy and you, you might have to prepare for tomorrow's meeting and blah, blah, blah. So it's not uncommon for us all to have a foggy night. But a vision quest is done at night and it's always done at night. It's done never done in the morning because you're trying to connect with that phase between day, waking, and sleep, which is, in a sense, between conscious brain and subconscious brain. You're trying to arrive somewhere between the two as you transition. So preparation every night for your vision quest, for your 30 minutes, if you commit to it. Firstly, you have to recognise that 14 days must be consecutive. If you miss a night, you blew it. You have to start again, and that's a bit sad. Secondly, you'll need some tools. You'll need a pencil, a lot, relatively large sheet or pad where you can scribble things, because what comes to your brain needs to be scribbled down on a piece of paper. And you'll have, um, and you'll need to be warm or cool, or you'll need to be in a healthy place without mosquitoes. So there's a little bit of pre-thinking about it. I always recommend to do a vision quest away from others uh, or well away, so you can't hear the TV going, you can't hear the dogs barking. but if you if you aren't away from others, to be able to put up a sign that says "I'm in my thirty minutes of me time and and have people respect that and and really respect it, I mean, because an interruption midway through your thirty minutes of your vision quest is a really unfortunate thing. It brings you back to consciousness. It brings you back to the day. It brings you back into the real world. And what I need you to do in this 30 day, 30 uh, minutes is learn how for 14 days to spend 30 minutes at night drifting. Now that drifting, you can call it daydreaming, but because it's at night, it's night dreaming. Uh, daydream. It means uh, finding a place where you're comfortable. Now, some people are good at sitting on the ground. Others like to live in a, sit in an armchair. Others like to lie back in a deck chair in the back garden near the barbecue with a fire burning. Whatever you decide, make it the same every day. Don't change it. And make it a little ritual for yourself. Now, if it's pissing rain and you normally sit out somewhere where you're going to get wet, you may need a brolly, but still there's no excuse for not going out. This is a very deep and wonderful encounter with the stars above you or the weather patterns or life or nature or the bats as it is in Sydney at night. And it's an opportunity for you to just, I guess, in in a sense, connect, connect with something way outside of you, connect with the stars and the universe. And if you need to during the day, you can look up the Hubble telescope on the YouTube or wherever and just look at what it really looks like to to witness the stars above it in the sky and look up. So it's very important to be in a seating position where you can look up, at least put your head up 45 degrees and your eyes up the rest. And before we start the vision process and before we ask the universe for information or before we start doing visioning, we need to prepare ourselves. So the first preparation is physical to get your body ready for it. Now, this is a really important uh, step. So what we're going to do is we're going to just shake it out. And I don't think uh, you have to be a yogic person, do back bends and put your head on your back. But it'd be nice to shake it out, open your shoulders and make sure that your shoulders are squared back, your chest is open and you're not hunched from the day gone past. And that's a really important, even if you have to do the corpse pose, lying on the ground shavasana with a. With some sort of bolster under your back and open, as long as you're safe, the dog's not going to come and lick you, lick your mouth while you're lying down. It's really important to get, to get a sense of thirty minutes of completion. So, uh, that's the first thing: shake it out, loosen up, uh, be in a position where you can look up at the stars, head up forty-five degrees, eyes up or lying on your back with a pillow under your head on the ground. But remember, try to do it the same every single day. The second part of it uh, involves mental preparation. Now, the mental preparation, it's really simple. You say to yourself in your mind, what did I do great today? And where could I have done that better? And what did I do not so good today? And what's the blessing in not doing it good? What you're looking for is to do a, an emotional shower, but do it in your mind. And so we're not trying to infatuate gratitude here. We're not trying to be stupid. What well, All we're saying is, I'm really thankful for life as it is. There's an intellectual preparation, and this is really important. Uh, and I suppose... Uh, to allow the intellect or the ego to soften and relax and let you breathe uh, into your belly. We, uh, we do a breathing pattern. So we breathe in for the count of five and we breathe out to the count of five and we breathe into the count of four and we breathe out to the count of four. And we do half a dozen breaths like that just to relax the intellect. Then the spiritual preparation, which is really cool because inside every human being on earth, there is what's called inner wealth. Now, the inner wealth is complete. It doesn't need anything. It's the real you. It's the place where resilience exists. And you've just done a bit of processing yesterday on resilience. You know that uh, 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 maintaining control of life and being safe in life requires that we let go of things that uh, are not healthy. And so from time to time, we have to come to this place of saying And the the statement is to yourself as you prepare for the vision quest from a spiritual point of view is, I need nothing, I want nothing, and therefore I have everything. It's 110% in the moment with no desire to be anywhere else but right here, right now, and thankful for it. Now we come to the vision quest itself. What we do is we turn our eyes up towards the sky, We can be standing, sitting or lying. But again, we've done our preparation. And we open our palms up to the sky, to the universe. And we say, do you have a message for me today? Now, sometimes it's good to do some breathing. So you can do some Bastrika or some Bellows breath, which means you breathe through your nose and hyperventilate a little bit to soften it. Another way to do that is to have a nice, and I know we're on a no alcohol 30 days, but to have a really nice glass of red wine or white wine, whatever you prefer, before you start this 30 minutes. Now, be careful you don't open a bottle, a large bottle of wine and have the compulsion after the 30 minutes to finish the rest of it. I like the little small bottles of uh, liquor where you get a little bottle of vodka or a little bottle of wine or a little bottle of something and there's only just two glasses in it so it actually says I knock the top off that. I'll have a glass before I do my 30 minutes and a glass after. You can't do any harm to yourself but if you, knock, if you buy a full bottle, a large bottle, you'll quite often end up drinking the whole thing but if you're on a 14 day and you're committed to doing it every day I think a good bottle of wine will last at least three days once it's been aired. So if you have the willpower, that's the way to do it. So we're opening our hands up to the universe and we're saying, do you have a message for me today? Now, part of the vision uh, quest is self-talk. And self-talk means at some point in your life, you're going to have to witness or accept that you are not the biggest thing in the universe. You are not the biggest thing. Remember, people thought for a long, long time that the 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 universe rotated around the earth. And a lot of people look up at the sky and say, oh, there's the sun coming up. But it's not the sun coming up. It's the earth going down. So we sometimes think that we, us, me, my, I are the most important thing. And the process of the, of, of the self-talk during a vision quest is to accept that you are at the mercy of or at the beck and call of or humble to the universe, humble to the universal laws, humble to the fact that every human being comes and goes, humble to the fact that pain and pleasure is balanced, humble to the fact that what, when you have an upper, someone else has a downer, that you're in a dynamic, you're part of an ocean, You're part of a a sand. And just for a little while each day, as you let go of the intensity of work and relationships and being a good parent and all these things and worrying about money, you can just sit there and acknowledge that you and the universe are connected, interconnected completely. So this is the process of preparing for and doing a vision quest. When you open your hands and look up to the sky and say, oh, universe, or oh God, or oh planets, or whatever you want to say, oh sky, oh nature, do you have a message for me today? You just sit there and you will feel a message. Now I guarantee you there'll be something there and it could even be buzz off, or it could be no thank you, or it could be the words will come. And I recommend that you take a, mo- a moment when you get a word or a thought or a picture to write a note to yourself. And you scribble that note. It's not neat and tidy, it's it's creative writing. So you're scrawling on this piece of paper, notes to yourself, oh God, oh message, oh universe, do you have a message for me today? Once you've done that for five minutes and you've had some sort of a connection to the universe, I want you to turn your attention to the sheet of paper. And this is the question you ask yourself. If I couldn't fail, what would I love to do? If I couldn't fail, What would I love to do? And ask that question of yourself and see what answer comes from that. If I couldn't fail, what would I love to do? That is the second part. That's another five minutes of your vision quest. And the third five minutes to finish it off is the question. If I could do what I love and love what I do and be paid a fortune for doing it, if I could do what I love and love what I do, and be paid a fortune for doing it, what would it be? So that's your vision quest. And you do the same thing every single night. And it will build and change. Once you've finished, and you finish up the vision quest, all of that I've just talked about should take you 30 minutes at the most. Take the sheet of paper, fold it up, and have uh, somewhere on file 14 empty envelopes. Now, they can be A4 envelopes, manila envelopes, or they could be small. Take the piece of paper that you've just written on, fold it up, put it into the envelope, seal the envelope with a staple, not just lick it or stick it with the thing, staple it down and write day number one and etc. day number two, day number three, until you end up with 14 envelopes. And at the end of the 14 days, I will share what to do with the 14 envelopes and, and, and how to reconcile the diverse thoughts that you may have over this period. So it's a 15-minute process, three things to do in the 15 minutes. One, look up and meditate, which is a universe. you have a med- message for me today? Number two is to, uh, uh, what did I say? Number number And number three is to, uh, um, if I couldn't fail, that's right, that's number two. If I couldn't fail, what would I, what would I love to do? If I couldn't fail, what would I love to be? What would I love to do? What would I love to have? Just dream, fantasise, be a child. And the third one, if I do what I love, if I could do what I love and love what I do and get paid a fortune for it, what would it be? Just answer those three particular questions. Notes on a piece of paper, scribble them down, fold the piece of paper up, stick it in an envelope. So 30 minutes each night, you can have a glass of wine or you can do the bastrique of breath, which, which is a little bit hyperventilating out of your lungs to cause you to be a little lightheaded, but the wine will do the same thing, whichever you choose. And then uh, fold it all up, go inside, uh, and it's probably the perfect time to have an early night. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye.